three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. Um, this is a show where we talk about introspective, reflective um, topics and conversation for good, deep conversation. Uh, today's guest is my baby, Donita Batad. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Donita Batad. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Well, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Um, you know, thank you for your time, and uh, let's get the ball rolling. Can you give me a number between one and thirty-four? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Um, so, what artist, song, or album has inspired you? Any, just name one. Yeah, like first one that comes to mind. You don't have to like think of a specific one. Just one that pops up that you feel comfortable talking about as well. Okay, what was the question? Album, uh, artist, what was it? <laughs> what artist, song, or album has inspired you? Hmm. I mean, first one. T- that comes to mind is probably um alan stone okay uh what would you say yeah go ahead yeah finish up um no specific album but particularly the, the early ones um because i think his lyricism is just it was unique to me at the time when I first heard it. It talked like about politics. Um, it talked about poverty. Talked about some things that I didn't really was used to at the time. And on top of that, I mean, the music itself was really good. So I think um, I would pick that. I would <laughs> pick Alan Stone. Well, when did you start uh, <laughs> listening to Alan Stone? Um, I can't remember specifically, but probably around college days. For sure. So in my 20s, yeah, 2011 to 2015, somewhere around there. So, uh, like, yeah. When you were talking about, um, like how the the issues he talked about were, were like politics and poverty, was it a certain stance he was taking or certain information that he was giving out? that was resonating with you? I think, um, I forgot the title of the song. I have to look it up, but um, sure. it talked about, like if I could just recite the lyrics, like it would just <laughs> make, it talked about the government and it talked about the government and how it's, um, one of the lyrics is like, you say that you care. Oh, the song's called Unaware. <laughs> okay, okay. And yeah, like one of the lines said, you say that you care, but something, something, you're unaware. Um, but it's talked about the government and how it's, um talks about, well, his stance in, in particular 
it seems to like go towards basically he was just saying that the government can can improve yeah in many ways and yeah i think it's true <laughs> i think any government can improve but he was in the lyrics he it was an interesting way to kind of like um uses an analogy because he doesn't explicitly say that it's about the government but um there's little hints in there that you can kind of like figure it out yourself you know <laughs> i got you i mean sometimes those are like the best songs where they're talking about an issue a topic but it, under the song it just seems like a metaphor for something i don't know if that's how the song is i don't know if he's being too literal i'm gonna have to check that out uh, but yeah for sure uh well in that sense, is there like, well, what do you, what would you say is an issue that the government should be focusing on, um, if if there is one, if one comes to mind? Uh, I think more humanity efforts uh, in general. Super vague, but I think, yeah, like more people. Not that it. I'm not saying that they don't care about people. I'm saying that they need to kind of go back to the essence of like why they're there. You know, they're governing people, so they should be taking care of them. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, I feel you. I mean, personally, you know, I feel like there's a lot of corruption. Um, and and the things that we hear isn't necessarily everything that's going on, so there's probably more that that meets the eye uh, on that account. But cool, cool. Uh, what's a what's another number you can give me? You would like to choose. Um, I'll do. I'll do number ten. <laughs> number ten. Oh, okay. Uh, this one you might. I think you'll like, uh, if there were a phrase, quote, or symbol you'd want to get tattooed on your body, what would you get? Symbol, phrase, or quote? Quote, quote yeah. What was it? Basically, what would I want a tattoo? Of Pretty much, yeah. Right now? I mean, right now, that's hard to answer. I think I would want something like a symbol something that's like you you don't know what it means right away <laughs> so it's like a symbol with a lot Unless of layers I tell to it. you <laughs> um not ne not necessarily but rather than like just a word where you you know for sure what you're reading like you mm -hmm. know like like faith or love it's like you know that's what it is but like with symbols i think it could mean anything you know this yeah. symbol you know could be described as this or this you know so that's what i think of pick a symbol something that has to do with um like water because i don't know i just like water for some reason um you're like attracted to water you know one of those things yeah. <laughs> for sure there's like yeah and there's like no really deep meaning to it right now. Um, I just think water can mean so much, and you know it's so simple. And because it can mean 
It could mean like fluidity. It could mean strength. It could mean um, emotion. It could mean, you know, and I think um, I'm really drawn to it because of Avatar and everything that <laughs> the water element and water like tribe embodies, like I resonate with. So I just um, immediately think, you know, balance although that could be said the same thing about air you know but like i think first like ebbs and flows yeah <laughs> i got you i got you so you're a fan of Av- water you're, you're a fan of avatar you say so yes uh what uh yes how <laughs> how would you like describe that show to someone who's never seen it Okay, so Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated one from Nickelodeon, is a a fantasy cartoon, mythological, uh, that is about, um, the story is about this one boy (laughs) who basically is the Avatar, and the Avatars can control four, like, all four elements, but you know, the world, like, you're born, you're either, you only control one element, but not mm. e- but not everyone can control, is a bender, basically, so his journey is to save the world, basically, by learning all four elements to bring peace to the world, because it's in the middle of the war, so he learns, he meets people, he learns all the elements and stuff, he himself was born an airbender, um, but yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> okay, for sure, for sure. Uh, is there any like, was there any lessons that you feel like were relatable to real life that that was from Avatar? I mean, not from the top of my head. To be honest, like it was just a really good story. Like the narrative was really was written really well. I mean, if I were to, there's also hundreds of episodes so I can't really remember <laughs> I gotcha. about there had so many themes and, and arcs like there was just so many things packed into the story that like overall like it depends I feel like I have to remember what time it was when I watched this show for to remember what I came out like what resonated with me for sure I gotcha, that I gotcha. yeah I mean it is a long series and I feel like all the themes they touch on there's a bunch of different ones you could, you know, to bring up. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, what's another number? Mm, Twenty. Twenty. Okay. What What is your favorite thing about yourself? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I was thinking about this. The other day. Uh huh. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say uh, take your time if you need it, or you know, if, if you feel like it's a big question, you can also ask for another one. Yeah, gotcha. But um, so no, actually, um, yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day. I think. I was asked the question, think about what it is that makes you 
unique or something like that um think about like yeah like what makes you you or special was a question and I was like what you know <laughs> at the moment I was like I don't know though it's a hard question because I was gonna say like resiliency but then like that's not that I feel like many people have resiliency you know it's not just unique to me so it's like I don't know where to take that question but um the question from here is what's my favorite thing about myself right yeah, yeah. I would say yeah resiliency <laughs> um although I think it's not super unique or special like it is my favorite thing about myself because um it just it just helps <laughs> uh or like it gives me faith that i'll be able to move forward based on my past experiences and so remembering my capacity to be resilient just like move, make, like helps me move forward basically I gotcha. So that's one of my favorite things about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you define resiliency? Um, like, just be bouncing back. <laughs> you know, um, resiliency is the road that grew through concrete. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah, yeah. So like to like through many um circumstances and adverse you know, ad tough times you just keep on going. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. What's a if there was someone out there struggling with, you know, being resilient, what what would you tell them? I would say from this day until this day, the percentage of you going, getting through your bad days has been 100% so far because you made it this far to today. So that helps me, you know, <laughs> to the smallest scale, remember that like, you know, every day is a chance to be resilient. Mm. you know the next day is a new day so that's one way um someone who's struggling to re resiliency to be resilient uh i think you know there's a lot actually because to be resilient you have to know how to basically bounce back and there's just a plethora of things that you have to consider my opinion but um i think think about what i just said like that first advice and then the second and final thing is hmm is Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's totally fine. You know, sometimes you go into rabbit holes in your head. <laughs> and I, I know how that feels. Um, I, well, well, my last question about resiliency is... Uh, yeah, 
Um, who, who, uh, is there anyone that has embodied that for you? Kind of like you can look up to them for inspiration or, yeah, in that kind of sense. I'd say probably my sister who lives in China currently. Um, and long story short, she's, I just think there's just, Actually, my my whole family, <laughs> in each their own story, they they embody resiliency, you know, and I really look up to them. That's cool. So it's it's in your blood. <laughs> resiliency is in the blood, for sure. Uh, what's uh, what's the next uh number for for you? Uh, sixteen. Okay. Um, what What is your pet peeve, or one of your pet peeves? If you, there's there's some. It's hard to like recall. <laughs> um, it's okay if you. I mean, this is like a huge con. This is a huge concept, but uh -huh. I feel like, and I can talk a lot about it, but like, just like entitlement. <laughs> oh. Uh, what, what do you mean yeah. by? Um, yeah. So. I think it's not necessarily the entitlement of people that I get annoyed about. I think it's their actions that are driven by entitlement so things like you know for example um in public feeling like you deserve to be treated differently or better uh you know in a very like practical example like restaurants let's say or like at the bus, you know what I mean? Or in line for somewhere, you know what I mean? Um, really, it's those little like day-to-day -day instances where people kind of act upon their entitlement, believing that they should, they, they deserve to be treated like the above like everyone else, basically putting themselves above everyone else. That makes sense? So, yeah. <laughs> Entitlement is. Uh, can you recall a, a story that you might have come across that, you know, may, that probably irritated you or annoyed you? Um, but yeah, is there? Do you have a story like that? I mean, I just feel like as a business owner, as someone who works through retail, as someone who's dealt with a lot of customer service, there's tons of stories that I could recall. But I think everyone can probably relate, you know, I got everyone you. can probably relate to that experience where customers, you know, on the other side are just oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, whether if they think that they need to be they, whether they think that if they need to be given an exception um, for something, <laughs> yeah. for like 
no real reason, you know? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's always interesting when I see like someone in, and in, a person showing entitlement is, um, you know, I, I wonder, I guess, what kind of life experience they've had to, to put themselves in that mindset of that, you know, they deserve more or it's about them. Um, and like you said, you know, just, you know, working in retail or if you're a person that in a job that works with a bunch of different people, especially adults, <laughs> uh, adults will definitely they they're not shy of of feeling of making it feel like it's all about them. Um so I feel you on that for sure. Do you have anything else to add about yeah. that? And it's you know, it's yeah, like it's a fine line between someone who is being entitled versus someone who There's just a fine line. And I, I can't remember, but there was like a, for the Mr. Rogers documentary, there mm-hmm. was a segment where the opposing or people that aren't really, that don't really understand Mr. Rogers and his whole philosophy. I remember this headline saying that he raised kids to grow up entitled because they he made them feel like they're special um yeah (laughs) and something like that right and i remember i forgot what they said but you know mr rogers is teaching them and not teaching them to not be accountable or they're teaching them that they inherently like deserve good things i think (laughs) i forgot but that's just something i just remembered i can't even recall exactly what it was about but there's there's still a fine line i think between like the word entitlement and like not being entitled (laughs) you know uh, uh you made me think about when you brought up the whole mr rogers documentary is that yeah the backlash you got for I guess making kids feel special, and that led them growing growing up to feel entitled. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to like study the eras more, but in my mind it's it's kind of like maybe a, a person like Mr. Rogers had to do what he had to do, because the other side was just so strong. Like you said, there's a fine line, and I think there is a balance between, you know, telling the kid that they're special and also telling them, well, you know, it's everyone around you is kind of special too so, so you, know, you can't really say you're the only one you're the greatest so yeah in my mind he was a reaction to kind of being in that kind of society where it's all like since no one's saying it there needs to be at least one person and he felt like he maybe needed to be that person um and because he was the most vocal and maybe the most popular at the time that he he was he, he got the blame for it uh but yeah <laughs> that's what it just made me think about for sure but I don't think I think there's I mean there's a difference again there's a difference between like entitlement and like knowing and believing that you yourself is special because I agree everyone is special but that doesn't mean that like you have to 
like put yourself above other people does that make sense <laughs> yeah 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 no it and that's that's a whole nother conversation too is like how much of that as a as a regular person even as an adult do do we have that mindset you know of uh <laughs> trying to keep that balance um i think it's hard it's a and i don't think anyone's like wrong for it since everyone's kind of struggling with that um especially with i guess the more we're aware of other people the more we're aware of ourselves kind of thing that's happening um right now and uh ready for the next question mm -hmm. let's do uh 22 22 okay uh so if your life stages were broken into different books so not all one book but they're in like <laughs> uh different of parts of the collection what would you what would you title them so i guess the the way i would describe this question is if you give me the name of the book and the age range that that book would would cover what <laughs> so if your life the title was of the book and the age range that that book would cover if your life was broken into stages into books i'll give you one <laughs> okay of those books oh uh, well if you could think of for all those stages that's you know not just one but yeah oh i see okay um uh, right now i think i can really feel like either two or three separate sections okay Maybe three or three or four, but the first one I believe is from like birth to I want to say I feel like high school maybe. <laughs> okay. Or birth to like middle school. <laughs> And the name of that book, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Just like the becoming. <laughs> the the becoming. <laughs> um, For sure. Yeah. And and then, from the second book would be like high school to like college. I would say yeah, those eight years. <laughs> eight right, gotcha. years. Um, and that would be, that would be, um. like i don't know what would i call it <laughs> um from high school to college it would be something like i'm trying to look at my book something like like something about like <laughs> um 
I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Part two. I think I think it should be the becoming part two. That that makes sense to me. You know, it's still that those early stages in your life. Okay. And then, you know, from graduation to now, I think it would be. the like I can't. I don't know. That's 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 fine. I don't fine. know because I'm in the middle of it. So you're in the middle of writing it. I got you. No, for sure. I yeah. I could tell that was a really good question. Uh, <laughs> I think they're good questions if people really like are thinking, thinking hard about them. Um, but for sure, for sure. But you have two the becomings, and then now is the current figuring out what the title is and what it's all about. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, what's the what's the next number for you? Um, let me see. What did I do? Twenty-two. Let's do three. Three going up the list. Okay. Uh, what was your f- greatest fear as a kid? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably. <sighs> I think I was scared of the dark. <laughs> I think. I feel like that's like my answer to every time I get asked. I was scared of the dark. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> I think I'm still scared of the dark. <laughs> uh, uh, did you ever yeah, get over Sometimes I am too. <laughs> did did you ever get over it or you feel like you're, you're still scared of it to to a certain degree yes depends <laughs> for sure um what would you say you're 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 afraid of now as an adult my fear of i am afraid of Hmm. I think multiple things, to be honest. <laughs> Say that again. Multiple things. Um, for sure. Is is there anyone you'd like to any which one of them you'd like to mention, or is it something that you'd rather not talk about? No, I think I want to mention them instead of just one. Okay, for sure. 
Yeah. Feel free. It would be rejection. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah from judgment. Me too. Um first two that came to my head. Oh failure. Oh and then G. <laughs> that should have been number one. Fear yeah. of failure. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just stick with those three for now. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I mean, my, I can definitely relate to, I would say, all three of them, you know? Uh, like, rejection, um, that's a big reason, I guess I would say, you know, keeps me from taking chances, whether it be for like my business decisions or um, just like my music decisions as well. Uh, judgment, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm so nice to people, you know? It's hard for me to, you know, be like angry when I, I should feel be feeling angry and all that stuff because I don't want to be judged in a certain way. Um, but yeah, and fear of failure, <laughs> that's, a, that's a biggie. That's like a, like I don't want to, fail at life at all <laughs> you know um i definitely feel you on those three how how would uh, you say you've been dealing with them how have i been dealing with it um i mean acknowledging them uh and writing about them and like the reasons kind of like investigate where they are coming from think about like counter thoughts yeah I gotcha um do you think there were certain things that made you afraid those like life experiences that may have you know made it harder to to face rejection or harder to face judgments i do think my childhood has probably has something to do with it i don't know exactly what but like um i think it was it's something in you know my younger years made me be afraid to to disappoint I guess <laughs> um and that goes to with like failure and rejection and then for judgment I just feel like I was always judged as a kid to be honest yeah 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 <laughs> well thank you for sharing baby What's uh let's let's see if we can find a, a half year topic, but uh what's what's your next number? What did I do three? You did do three, yeah. That was the last one. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. <laughs> Uh, do you believe in aliens? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm like, this should have been an easy answer. 
<laughs> your uh your video cut out. Oh there you go. Sorry, I got a um Yeah, my my that was an amber alert. What gotcha. Yeah, my yeah. audio and video not Yeah, but uh it's it's fine. It's for like I always put the audio on the Spotify and yeah, put the audio on YouTube as well. I didn't know how I could fix it right away. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say right now, no, but I'm open-minded to believing that it is real. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what, what makes you hesitant? Like, is it because there's no proof and, well, like, we can't... <laughs> I guess I just rethought and I was like, actually, yeah, I do. There's got to be other life somewhere outside of this planet. I was just thinking like here on Earth. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I got you. I got you. So you yeah, don't think that they're here they're, yet, but yeah. they're out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think they look like? Do you, do you think they look like the way we kind of portray them, you know, as little green Martian men or maybe... Sl slender great gray dudes <laughs> or are they like yeah if you're gonna think about what they would look like what would you think they would look like um there's too many possibilities to even narrow it down to be honest <laughs> okay okay you know no i feel you i mean for for me i feel like they're the kind of people or not they're, they're the kind of beings that uh, have that ability to like kind of transform into anything that <laughs> they come they come in contact or see. So how would we even know? Um, are aliens around? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like the United Nations where they have a representative, and maybe there's one <laughs> out here just like you know being the lone scientist or whatever. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. It's funny, you, I don't know if you ever knew the catchphrase for, or like the phrase that they use for the X-Files, which is like all a show about that, but it was, I want to believe, and I feel like I'm in that boat, like, there's no proof, I can't say for sure, but I want to believe, you know, <laughs> that it, that's happening. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think they would be friendly, or do you think they would be, uh, you know... Not so friendly. I think they would be friendly unless they have a reason not to be. For sure. <laughs> uh, what's another question that you'd want to tackle? Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Uh, what would your perfect home be like? <laughs> um, I feel like I have two answers to this, but um, depends on where, like, like when. <laughs> right now. I don't need a lot, to be honest. I just need 
place to sleep, place to cook. And really, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. See an office, sure. Or like, you know, or like a space to work out, sure. Those four things. I feel like later on, because again, like right now, I feel like that's all I need. It really depends on what I need, but um, in the future, I would say same four things, but maybe a little bit more extra. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like a living room would be cool to have. Um, a backyard would be cool to have. Um, doesn't matter if it's one or two story. Just enough space to like survive quarantine, basically. <laughs> okay, in in the moment, where where would you be? Would you be in the city, or would you you know want to be in the suburbs, or you know in a place where it's a little to yourself? Um, I wanted it like not in the city, but not super far away from the city, but close enough to the city, but not in the city. <laughs> I gotcha. Like I want a driveway. I want parking to be not to not be an issue. <laughs> The suburbs, then, probably. I feel like that's the middle of city and the rural is you're going to be in, in the suburbs. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, uh, and who would be with you in this perfect home? Ow, sorry, Mr. McCritz. Um, who would be with me? Again, it depends when, you know. I gotcha. Um, I think... For example, for example, in the far, 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 far future, if my parents are still alive, like I actually do want them to live with me, um, mm -hmm. and like retire, or you know, and I want to retire with them almost, and yeah, you know. But now, honestly, I could live by myself, and I'm good, <laughs> you know. So it kind of just depends on when when in the timeline no for sure for sure i feel you <laughs> all right what's uh what's another question for you i just did 27 right yes what haven't i done <laughs> um oh. Uh, you, you could just pick a question. I'll let you know if you've done it. <laughs> okay, let's do nine. All right. So this one is, who do you have major respect for? Like, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um... Major respect. Honestly, like anyone I work with, <laughs> my team, basically. 
why uh Sorry. the follow up is a what why why do you have major respect for them? Uh well I am striving to be like a good leader. I'm trying to be- learn how to to know how to lead. <laughs> and because of that, anyone who gives their faith in me or like just trusts me to lead them, I absolutely respect. <laughs> because that's a lot of faith to put into someone especially if you may not know them right away or even if you do know them for like my friend who worked for me major respect for you know letting me lead them and stuff you know for sure it's a lot of trust to give someone that's a lot and in turn i want to respect them you know and I do. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, shout out, shout out to the team for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we could hit a couple more questions. We still got a couple more time. Um, okay. What's a What's another question for you? Let's do five. Number five. All right. So for this one, it was kind of like, you know, what was your favorite thing about yourself? But in a different way, what would you say is your natural talent? Um, if I had to pick one, it would be I can name a few. So or do I have to pick one? Oh, no, no. Feel free to talk about it. So I know I think of them as strengths, too. So I'm thinking, like, what are my strengths, not just talent? Um, But I would say, like, I'm just naturally good at arranging. I'm an arranger. Um, I'm also naturally good at conducting. Um... I'm good at also um, individualization, meaning like finding what makes someone unique and special, what their strengths are, and finding the best way to um, utilize or like for them to use their strengths. Also, um, connection is one of them. I have one more, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, those are good. <laughs> how, so how, how would you say you... Well, there was... You're saying? These, this list? Well, um, back in college, they took this strength finder quiz. And it was a pretty in-depth quiz. And ever since I got my results and read my whole portfolio, it just sort of like a placebo effect like I just believed it you know mm-hmm. thought evidence through my life and was like you know what yeah that's my strength forgot what the fifth one is um I think it was like empathy maybe but something like that <laughs> I got you you don't but, yeah <laughs> I came to, like, 
You can't see what? Nothing. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to ask if you knew the name of the test, because I think a lot of people out there could use it. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's called Strength Quest, I think. Yeah. Although I did it through my work at school, so I didn't have to pay for it, but I do think it's not free. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, Unfortunately. If any HR folks are out there and want to do it with their team, <laughs> Strength Quest. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah so how have you used these strengths in your in your current life now um job searching <laughs> of course and how have i used these like everything i do is a combination of these five strengths i think and um, for example, like HR, that is individualization, empathy, connectedness, even arranger, you know what I mean? Operations, arranger, you know, mm -hmm. um, dance, connectedness, uh, empathy. It's just, it's like, um, like I said, when I read my portfolio, I just, it just made so much sense and I just found so much evidence in my life that backed what I found mm -hmm. that it was almost hard not to find these examples in everything that I do, basically. So yeah, I think um, as an administrative professional, as a business owner, those five strengths are definitely, definitely a big part of what I do. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, I think I think I've seen you do all those things through, through your work and your life. Like I've been w bared witness <laughs> to all those strengths for sure. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what's another question for you? You pick one. <laughs> OK. Let me okay, see. but you can't read the question. You just think of you have to think of a number. Oh, I gotcha. Um, let's go with twenty-five. All right, here you go. What's the best memory you've had with either friends or family? What is? Oh man, that's hard. There's so many memories to just pick one. This one that comes to mind. Christmas is always a fun time. Anytime when we're together, not even vacation, but like just random days. Everyone's under one roof in the same place for no reason. <laughs> I'd say those are the type of memories that are my favorites. For sure. Uh, is there a unique way you guys party? Uh, unique. I don't know. I feel like we just know how to have fun. <laughs> I, I would say. For a good time. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not gonna put too much information out there, but I do like how your family does themes, <laughs> themes for parties, because I don't think too many families do themes and. 
it makes it more fun. It makes it like you know, it does make a lot more planning. But you know, the experiences are unique. <laughs> so that's something I wish all families did. <laughs> the reason why. And when you say themes, you mean with clothing, right? I think the reason why the adults think about or like you know set that up is because when you're matching with people, like you sort of feel connected to them. I see. And so it's just an extra layer for the family to get even closer because you're all matching. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. That's definitely true. That's that's deep. You know, I don't think enough families think about that, but. It is true, you know, it's like a team uniform or <laughs> in that kind of sense. Or, But yeah, that is uh, something I do like. <laughs> um, all mm-hmm. right, what's uh, one more question for you? Uh, 18, did I do that already? No, you didn't. And uh here we go. It's uh, <laughs> what are your top three personal values? That's real hard. <laughs> um, like I did this exercise before mm-hmm. at a retreat. I can't remember. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I need to look at a list. Okay. Good. Is it to be continued? <laughs> yeah. For me to recall because there's just, yeah, I need to, like, I feel like I can't put into words my thoughts. I gotcha. I gotcha. No worries. No worries. All right. Um, well, before we move on, I wanted to ask you this new thing that I'm trying to do within the uh <laughs> this podcast is a spelling bee um i don't know what would you want to try it out <laughs> all right yeah. all right let me see if i can find like i want them to be moderate difficulty and not like super hard but i'll you know it's something challenging uh give me a second the way i'm treating it is that i'm probably going to give each guest a different question and then, uh, or a different word, but as long as you spell that word correctly, your name is going to be in in the running for like a spelling bee episode, you know, <laughs> with like the other contestants. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just looking this up right now. Um, okay, I feel like th- I would get this wrong sometimes, you know. How would how do you spell liaison? Oh, goodness. 
L I A. It's hard. This part's the hard part. Yeah, it is. L I A S O N. I'm sorry. <laughs> you forgot the I in the middle. L I A I S O N. Yeah, that's. I was thinking there was an I there. I know, I know. <laughs> that was, I was, I, I told, I get this wrong all the time too. Uh, but thank you for playing. Maybe uh, in the next, in the next episode, you'll be able to do it again in another month. But um, before we head out, do you have any questions for me? I know, you know, I've been asking you questions this whole time, but feel free to ask one away. And <laughs> but if you don't, that's also fine too. <laughs> I think I'm gonna save my questions for when I switch seats. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, so, on that note, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's listening. Um, appreciate your time as well. Appreciate my guest's time as well. Um, and it's been fun. Uh, and yeah, till next time. Uh, would you like to send off, Anita? Stay active. Close your rings. <laughs> uh, Apple trainer here. <laughs> but yeah, close your rings, everybody. Close your rings. Um, but yeah, much love. Till next time. It's 34 questions. Peace.